Uh, this is Cheryl Peterson reading a contemporary Christian Science Bible lesson sermon from The Message, copyrighted by Eugene Peterson and from 21st Century Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, a modern version of Mary Big Reddy's Science and Health, copyrighted by Cheryl Peterson. Subject, Wisdom. Golden text is from Proverbs. An empty head thinks mischief is fun, but a mindful person relishes wisdom. Romans. God has been too long involved with Israel, has too much invested to simply wash his hands of them. But I don't want to go on about them. It's you, the outsiders, that I'm concerned with now, because my personal assignment is focused on the so-called outsiders. I make as much of this as I can when I'm among my Israelite kin, the so-called insiders, hoping they'll realize what they're missing and want to get in on what God is doing. If their falling out initiated this worldwide coming together, their recovery is going to set off something even better, mass homecoming. Behind and underneath all this, there is a holy God-planted, God-tended root. If the primary root of the tree is holy, there is bound to be some holy fruit. Some of the tree's branches were pruned and you wild olive shoots were grafted in. Yet the fact that you are now fed by that rich and holy root gives you no cause to gloat over the pruned branches. Remember, you aren't feeding the root, the root is feeding you. It's certainly possible to say other branches were pruned so that I could be grafted in, well and good, but they were pruned because they were dead wood, no longer connected by belief and commitment to the root. The only reason you're in the tree is because your graft took when you believed and because you're connected to that belief nurturing root. So don't get cocky and strut your branch. Be humbly mindful of the root that keeps you laced and green. If God didn't think twice about taking pruning shears to the natural branches, why would he hesitate over you? He wouldn't give it a second thought. Make sure you stay alert to these qualities of gentle kindness and ruthless severity that exist side by side in God, ruthless with the dead wood, gentle with the grafted wood. But don't presume on this gentleness. The moment you become dead wood, it's game over. And don't get to feeling superior to those pruned branches down on the ground. If they don't persist in remaining dead wood, they could very well get grafted back in. God can do that. He can perform miracle grafts. Why, if he could graft you, branches cut from a tree out in the wild, into an orchard tree, he certainly isn't going to have any trouble grafting branches back into the tree they grew from in the first place. Just be glad you're in the tree and hope for the best for the others. 21st Century Science and Health.
The conscious human mind is believed to be superior to its unconscious substratum, matter, and the stronger never yields to the weaker except through fear or choice. But the animate should be governed by God alone. YouTube channel manager Jeremy Bennett briefly explains in the power of your mind, a must-see, that situations don't cause effects, but that our reactions to the situations control the effects due to our personal expectations and anxieties. This information can be used to move our minds to understand how the human mind works. But more important, and because the human mind can't ultimately correct itself, we can understand how to replace it with divine mind and learn how spiritual thoughts affect health. Fever and nausea are errors of various types, high temperatures, abnormal pulse rates, delirium, pain, and queasiness are images imprinted on the body by human mind. The images held in this agitated mind tend to frighten conscious thought. The sick image is produced by millions of human beings and imaged on the body because they believe that mind is in matter and sickness is as real as harmony. If the sick image is not destroyed and replaced by divine science, some receptive thought may pick up on it and become sick itself. The case may even end in a belief called death, which must be finally conquered by eternal life. Truth always triumphs. Sickness and sin fall by their own weight. Truth is the rock, the capstone of the corner, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. Insisting on the evidence or indulging the demands of wrongdoing, disease, or loss, we virtually work against the control of mind over body and deny the power of mind to heal. This misdirected method is as though the defendant should argue for the plaintiff in favor of a decision which the defendant knows will be turned against them. The physical effects of fear illustrate its illusion. A person should not be terrified when looking at a confined lion, even if the lion is in a position to pounce. A person should not be terrified when looking at disease chained by truth. Nothing but the power of truth can prevent the fear of disorder and prove our dominion over it. Grafting spirituality onto something not spiritual is as foolish as trying to strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. Sin needs to be abandoned before forgiven. The scientific relationship which exists between us and God must be worked out in life practice. The will of God must universally be done. John. Jesus said, I am the real vine and my father is the farmer. 
He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. And every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown into the bonfire. But if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. I've loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. 21st Century Science and Health. At all times and under all circumstances, overcome evil with good. Know yourself, and God will supply the wisdom and the occasion for a victory over evil. Love is a protective covering. Wear it. Wrapped up in love, human hatred can't reach you. The confirmation of a higher humanity will unite all interest in the one divinity. It may seem vain to share our love with someone who doesn't give it back, but it isn't a waste as long as we allow spiritual love to enlarge, purify, and elevate the circumstance. If spite, revenge, and arrogance do uproot and scatter our affections, this separation of fleshly ties serves to unite thought more closely to God. For love supports the struggling heart until it ceases to sigh over the world and unfolds its wings to soar for heaven. Relationships are blessed or not according to the expectations involved and fulfilled. Happiness is gained as we interact with individuals adapted to elevate existence. The desire to improve should be the motive of society. Unity of spirit gives new energy to a sense of joy, whereas lame or unreasonable expectations drag joy through the mud. The science Jesus taught and lived must triumph over all beliefs related to life, substance, and intelligence, and over the many errors that grow from such beliefs. The divine must overcome the human at every point. Love must prevail over animosity. Truth must succeed over misunderstanding and life over death before the thorns can be laid aside for the crown. Error is destroyed by truth. 
mortality proves that error has been grafted into our promise, premises and conclusions concerning humanity. The belief that we originate in human mind or from matter with beginnings and ends and with good and bad demeanors will terminate in disorder and mortality. The smile on the face of a sleeping baby implies that a dream produced a pleasant sensation. In the same nonsensical way, the signs of pain and pleasure and sickness and degeneration are traced upon human beings. Sickness is an extension of error, reaching out from fear or inaccurate knowledge. Error spreads error. What causes disease cannot cure it. The soil of disease is human mind, and you have an abundant or sparse crop of disease according to the seedlings of fear. Sin and the fear of disease must be uprooted and thrown out. When darkness comes over the earth, the physical senses have no direct evidence of a sun. The human mind doesn't know where the light of day is or if it exists. Astronomy gives the desired information. The physical senses accept the authority of astronomy. Scientific interpretation of scriptures strike, starts with the first chapter of the Old Testament, mainly because the spiritual meaning of the word in its earliest articulations often seems smothered by the immediate context and requires explanation. The New Testament narratives, however, are clearer and nearer the heart. Jesus illumines the narratives by showing the poverty of mortal existence, but richly recompensing human want and woe with spiritual gain. The incarnation of truth, the amplification of wonder and glory, which angels could only whisper and which God illustrated by light and harmony, is consonant with ever-present love. So-called mystery and miracle serve the unfolding of good. Adhere to the divine principle of spiritual science and follow the directives of God, abiding steadfastly in wisdom, truth, and love. In the science of mind, you will eventually figure out that error cannot destroy error. The word man has a generic meaning, signifying the one perfect nature of person or spiritual being. The term is unpolluted by the human concepts of a biological, biological gender. Research into the word man is, finds it's connected with the root men, to think, cognate, to mind. Unfortunately, today's common use of man, defined as human males, narrows and weakens the original meaning. Biblical literalism attempts to reduce deity to anthropomorphism or humanization. The word anthropomorphic is derived from two Greek words signifying human and shape. But God has no physical anatomy with fleshly organs and human passions. Fortunately, spiritual interpretation allows us to recapture a broader perspective.
the life-giving quality of spirit is mind, not human mind. The ideal man corresponds to creation, to intelligence and truth. The ideal woman corresponds to life and love. In divine science, we have not so much authority to consider God male as we have to consider God female, for love imparts the clearest idea of deity. Only by advancing from the root of truth can scientific healing power be realized.